All right, so we got Polisher's Corner, season two, episode two. And we've got somebody that I've been talking to for a while in the house. He just happened to be here, so I put him on the spot. <laughs> Gonna run through the paces with him. Um, I usually try to start off with, why don't you introduce yourself so people know who you are, and we'll go from there. All right, uh, my name is William Wright. Uh, I'm from Franklin, Virginia, and uh, I have a detailing business, and it's called Wright's Detailing and Polishing. And how long have you been doing it? Uh, I started doing this when I was about 12 years old. Really? Yep. yep. Detailing uh, and polishing? I started washing trucks when I was 12. Um on a little dairy farm in uh, Broadnex, Virginia. And uh, I'd done that for, I was maybe 17, 18 or something. Did your, did your dad have a detailing business? Did you, was it an uncle? Like no. Uh, so my dad, he, uh, he worked for a trucking company, and they were looking for somebody to clean the stuff up on weekends. And uh, I was in, I guess I was in middle school then. Yeah, middle school. So... Uh, every weekend I'd go there and clean trucks, wash trucks. Uh, sometimes in the summertime, if I didn't have ball practice, I'd ride the bus over there and he'd get somebody to pick me up. And take That's me wild. Home. That's exactly where I started. <laughs> Just yep, yep. Working at a trucks at a uh, trucking company, washing trucks on the weekends. I'd, I'd work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The second I could get uh, a worker's permit, I think it was 12 years old, same thing. Yep. 12 until uh, 15. And then I could... Uh, when I started driving, I could drive to the local truck wash, and it was a bigger job, you yeah. know. But that's crazy. So you started in the same spot. That's yeah. something you and I haven't talked about. So that's, that's awesome. right. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, it was somewhere around twelve or thirteen, and uh, old man, he's drove trucks his whole life, and um, we'd go with him during the summertime. We were growing up on the road, and sure, we'd go uh, out west a little bit and stay local up the east coast, and. Uh, like I say, he got that he got that company there, and uh, they were looking for somebody. So I started there, and uh, I did that every weekend, Saturdays and Sundays, and uh, and it I kind of enjoyed it and took off with it from there. So then you started your own company when? So I actually I didn't start doing my own thing here until two months ago, as far as a business wise. First of the year, sure. First of the year. Um, and then uh, I guess last year when COVID and all that stuff hit, I got a wild, wild hair and I called you one morning. <laughs> I was getting off of work. And uh, so I called you, told you to send me whatever I needed. And we went from there. And um, I just got tired of punching the clock every day. And uh, finally, things weren't going good there. And I got tired of getting treated like crap. Everybody always asks me, when is the right time to leave my job? And I tell everybody the same thing. There is no right answer to that question. You will wake up one morning and that morning will be like, today's the day. Yep. And that's exactly what happened. Because, uh, so, well, I used to work at, uh, we supposed to gotten 14 days off a month. We did a split work schedule, a shift work, whatnot, and uh I, I never would get my vacation time off or days off like I wanted. And I was starting to get further and further behind um, with, with cleaning. And uh, finally, I had just had enough. I told my wife, I said, well, I'm going to do it. And in November of last year, we uh, we went and got the LLC. Filed the LLC. Yep, got all that straight. And when January came around, I was like, I'm still going to try to ride it out for the benefits and all of that. And Sure. 
And uh, like I said, one more I got. This is it. Today's the day. Today's the day. <laughs> Today's the day. And, and uh, it's been great. It's been That's great. awesome. That's how it goes for most people. It's just one day you wake up and today is it. Like yep. putting in my notice today and two weeks from now, I'm going to be figuring it out. Yep. That's how it that's <laughs> And that's, it that's what we did. I mean, we, I had, uh, I had about, I don't know, two and a half weeks left in the month when I quit for my benefits to run out. Sure. So we started calling around and, and I had a lot of people that was backing me up, friends at home that, that kind of led me in the right direction as far as that stuff. And, uh, and, uh, so it's, it's been good. That's awesome. I, I love seeing other guys like yourself that treat it as a business that try to do their best they can and you're providing for your family. You're making it work. I'm interested to see how it goes coming into this first winter. I always tell people if you're going to leave your job, leave it in spring. So you get that running start at that <laughs> yeah. first winter. Cause that first winter is the roughest thing. That's right. And that's one thing a lot of polishers don't talk about is their first year in business. Right. And I feel like that's one good thing that I hope, people listening to this podcast are going to catch out of this that I haven't talked about in previous ones is that first year. I try to explain that first year is make or break. Yeah. Like it, it'll set the pace for the rest of your career. Like your first winter is going to be, I, I can't say your roughest cause you might have a rougher winter other years. You guys in Florida usually do better, but even they get rough winters because the guys come North and they don't want to get, a lot of guys don't want to get polished when they got to run back through the, Right. trash again that's right um but that first year is what sets the tone if you can make a run from spring to fall and survive that first winter you learn real quick to save your pennies spring <laughs> yeah, through fall. Right. yeah it's yep. like the the old saying the squirrel grab, gathers his nuts spring through fall yep. so that he can eat all winter, winter yep. we're the same way like <laughs> you got spring through fall that's your window you'll make enough money to keep your bills paid through the winter but you ain't gonna be eating good all winter. That's right. You're it's not going like, out for steak and lobster in the winter. <laughs> that is for sure. That's right. Yep. Yep. And so uh, I'm really looking forward to how you go into that first year. That's right. Well, I, I think a thing that's going to help us out a lot too is uh, do a lot of detailing and washing. So, you know, besides polishing, that that'll that'll I'm hoping that'll help us get through the winter time as well too. I, I will say I do know a lot of guys that detailed and washed that walked away from their wash at some point in time because the polishing just took over. So, yeah. It got too big. They couldn't handle the washing anymore. And it became a burden of, all right, which one do I pick? Which one do I pick? And for a lot of guys, they looked at it like the wash was 10% margins and the polishing was 30% margins. And they're like, well, the margins are better on polishing and it's more consistent. Right. At the same time, I do know a lot of guys that kept their wash stuff and just wash in the winter. Yeah. And it's like, that's tough too, because sometimes you'll lose those wash customers to another company that'll do it all oh, summer. Yeah instead of just winter seasonal stuff. Um, so would you say the primary the primary amount of work you do right now is polishing or detailing? Uh, probably polishing right now. Yeah. It's, it's been crazy. That's well, uh, peak season too. Yeah, it's, it's been wild. What is it end of June right now? Yeah, end yeah. of June. Yeah. And uh, I'm probably, we're probably two months out. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Pretty so, for your first full year yeah. on your own, that's yeah. awesome. Anytime you can be that far out, you're good. It, it is. You have guys work with you? Uh, so we got I got one guy uh, full-time, and then we have a part-time guy. That's, uh, he's in, in school, and so he's out for the summer. So, that's awesome. So he's, he's helping us right now. And does your um, wife? No, she doesn't. She doesn't work. She stays home with the kids. She's home with the kids. Yep. So you have three. Three, yep. And adopting one? Or uh, trying to. Well, something's going on with that, so we're, we're trying to get that straightened out. Okay. The full from, yep. So she stays home with the kids. Does she do some of the book work, or you do all of it? it 
she helps me with a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, more or less, she she takes care of home, and I take care of all the rest. I see of the a lot. Of she she does a lot as far as running to get this and running to get that for the. For I the see business. a lot of her comments on your on your Facebook posts and yeah. stuff. She's super supportive, and that's a another big key to making this thing work. And she pushed me for a long time, but I, I didn't want to do it. I didn't feel comfortable because I was scared I was going to fail. And uh, I got a feeling tonight at dinner, your wife and my wife are going to get along great <laughs> yeah. because mine pushes me a lot because there's a lot of times where I, I second guess and I doubt myself a that's lot. Right. And she's always, ah, you always figure it out. Just do it. And that's, uh, and that's what I told my mom. I was like, well, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, It'll, it'll, it'll work. <laughs> that's awesome. So you're from Virginia? Yep. And you've, Always been Virginia? Always lived in Virginia. So you've always been in the same spot? Uh, so I grew up in, uh, I guess you could say, Alberta, Virginia. And uh, it's it's right in Brunswick County and then Gasburg. Uh, my aunt raised me a whole lot when my father was out on the road. Sure. So uh, anyway, so grew up in White Plains, Gasburg area. And then uh, when he met his wife, uh, we moved to Alberta. And we grew up there the rest of the way and. uh I uh, met my wife 10 years ago, and uh, right at 10 years ago, and I, I skipped town with her and ain't looked back. <laughs> and it was the best thing I ever did, so I'm, I'm excited about that. I did too. It's been good. My wife, she's a local here. I think I know more people than she does now because <laughs> I'm very open and don't mind talking to that's people. Right. But it, uh, I did the same thing, just transplanted, and yeah, that stuff doesn't bother me one bit. No, and uh, it was. It took a lot for me because I grew up in the country. She kind of grew up in the city a little bit sure. as far as Newport News and stuff. And um, <clears throat> so uh, it, it took a little getting used to the city life a little bit, I guess you could call it. But right now, uh, Franklin, it's, it's not too bad. That's kind of a, a country city thing, I guess you could say. More, a little more rural. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything's kind of five minutes away, so it, it, it works out good. So, what got you into the polishing? Was it was it your dad in trucking, or did you just kind of? I, I honestly, uh, to be honest, I really don't know. Uh, like I say, I, I, we've always been around trucks our whole life. And um, like I say, this, this company that he worked for was looking for somebody. And my dad was like, all right, well, you're going to get a job. <laughs> and so I went and got a job. And uh, he he made sure that uh, uh, he was going to wake, that I had to wake him up every morning on, on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. I had to wake him up. Put gas in the truck, you know, and buy his breakfast, buy his cigarettes, and sun drop, and you know all of that sun stuff. Sun drop. That's yep. local here. Yep, yep. So uh, that's awesome. So I had to make sure I did all of that, and uh, he stayed gone, like I say, Monday through Friday, so he wasn't going to wake me up. So yeah. he, he he made it a point that it was my responsibility if I wanted to make money. Made you and, grow quick, and and uh, it made me grow up real fast. Yeah. And um, so after I started seeing how the money was, it, it didn't take much then. I was kind of hooked in. Me too. And I've always, I, I've always uh, I tell you, I, I've stopped a couple times with cleaning and, and everything. You know, I found a job and I stopped doing it, but it never fails. Uh, I always turn back to it. And um, this last time, I'm, I'm glad I did. And, and it's, it's been good for Turn us. it into your own business. Yeah. There's not, it's the best and worst thing you'll ever do. <laughs> yeah, yeah life, that's right. right. That's exactly right. Everybody always says the best day you buy a boat is the first day and the last day. And I feel like business is the same way. It's yeah. like, when it's good, it's good, and when it's crap, it's crap. I mean, it, it gets bad in a hurry some days, but I still wouldn't change it for my worst day working. Somebody. No, I, uh, I wouldn't change it for nothing to wear right now because at the end of the day, I can kind of, if I, if I need a day off or something like that, just like this, for instance, you know, we, we've been gone now for a week and a half. If I had a normal job, I, 
wouldn't be able to do it, that. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be as easy for me to just pack up. And it's just kind of funny that you're even here. Like you and I have talked so many times on Facebook and uh, when you messaged me and said, you know, how far is it from <laughs> the semi-casual show yeah, to you? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I don't know, probably 10 hours. What was that about what it yeah, was? About 10 hours. And uh, you're like, oh, that's not that far. I'm like, that's a long way. It's just to come see me. Like, I am nothing special. Like, well, I'm just trying um, to do what I can up here. But Well, uh, so we went out there to the show, and I told my wife, I was like, you know, I said, um, you know, I, I feel like I owed it to you. Oh, you know uh, me to, damn to, Even if I just came here and shook your hand. I didn't know I was going to do all of this. But anyway, um, you know, because. I, I sucker everybody into Yeah, it. you sucker your hand. You got it. <laughs> and um, I mean, because I have grew so much just from you and, and using your supplies and stuff, too. I appreciate um, that. You know, late night Texas, two, three, four in the morning, man. And I always text you back. Yep, and, as uh, soon as I possibly can. It, it's it's been good, and that has helped me grow. You've grown a lot in just a year. I've been watching, and, and just yep, and just one year. Yep, it's crazy to see. That's the best part for me is seeing where people start and where they get to, and then once they get to there and they start taking that and progressing it, that's the best part for me. Like. I say it till I'm blue in the face. I know a lot of polishers that don't want to give up their secrets and their tips and tricks because they're afraid it's going to kill the industry and everybody's going to be able to do what they do. I don't see it that way. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I can't. Somebody had asked me something, but I said, "Well, uh, I guess I'll not say it like that." But uh, it's kind of it's kind of like I, I can't beat you at your game. You know, you can't beat a man at his game. You can uh, tell. I don't know about that. You can tell him all the secrets, but. Um, I don't know. Just you still gotta have the hustle and the drive. The hustle right. and the drive is what makes makes it yeah. all of it just turn around. I mean, I I've taught hundreds of polishers over the years, and honestly, a lot of them don't make it that first or second year, and even then, a lot of other ones, um, the ones that do make it, some of them are just working on trucks in their local area. They're not right. going big. They're not going nationwide. They're not doing all kinds of other stuff. So it's like. I don't, I don't see anybody as a competitor, not because I think I'm better than anybody else. Right. I just I have no reason to compete with everybody. There's so much work. It is. Every state I've ever been to, every city I've ever been to, there's places that have never even heard of polishing. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. Like, there's just a ton, a ton of work out there, and there's not enough workers for it. And even yeah. now, the industry, I would say there's, there's hundreds of polishers that I even know, and there's probably even more that I don't know. But when I first started, man, there was like 50 that I even knew about. Yeah. And, and now the industry has grown. There's a lot more information out there. There's more people stepping up to YouTube and doing more. That's right. But it's just, it's a different game than it used to be. Yes, for sure. Um, so yeah, the game's just completely different than it was. And I'm happy to see it getting that way because now there's trusted polishers all across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you had told me one time you watched the documentary that Chris from Big Videos did on us, right? Yeah. That was you that yeah. I was talking to. The whole reason behind that was... That was, that was the dirty business. The dirty business. Yep. Yep. I, I watched that one night at, at work. You know? <laughs> I think it was like 45 minutes long. Yeah. And I, after I watched it, I was like, dang, that's that's exactly... That's what that's me. I did the same exact thing, and I went home, I, I showed it to my wife. And- when Fifey and I sat down to do that from Big Videos, Chris and I, he said, what, what do you want the direction of this thing to be? I said, honestly, I want people to see that there's people treating this as a business, not just truck stop polishers putting cash in their pocket. Like, I want people to see there's other polishers paying taxes, doing right, hiring people in, trying to hire in quality employees, that kind of stuff. I want people to see that. Right. And I felt like he killed it. That was, he, 
got the point across. It was awesome. It was a, it was a good video. And I, I do hear a lot of people all the time that are like, thank you. It made my business look better as well because yeah. now people treat me like a business. Because I can't even, I'm sure you hear it all the time too. Drivers will come in and they'll stand there and watch you yeah. and like making sure nothing's getting <laughs> stolen. <laughs> and not even just that, but like looking at stuff that you're going to wipe that off. Yeah. But I'm getting there. <laughs> like, trust me, I won't let you out the door unless I'm close to where I'm happy. That's and right. And then I'll let you look it over and we'll. Will get you happy at that's some right. point. That's, that's, that's worry exactly about it. right. Yes, sir. But we all hear that quite a bit, and it, I feel like even that has started changing. Maybe it's just my customer base because I, I've had my customer base for a long time. But even this morning, I had a brand new guy that I'd never met before, and he came in. And he was like, "Man, you guys were professionals. You guys have it. You guys have it set up here. Like, yeah. I've never been in a shop like this before, and that's a cool feeling for me. Yeah, it makes you feel good. Yeah, and I feel like." You're headed on that same path. Yeah, I hope so. I got. Um, I've I, heard from drivers on my end that have been through your area. They're like, "This kid's doing something." So, word's getting out. That's huge. Yep, that's, that's good. That's our. That's our whole goal is uh, is to to do what we say we're going to do when we say we're going to do it and and do a really good job at it. Um, so, and it, it it so far has has worked through to be that way. Yeah. I usually ask most polishers what products they use, but I don't want you fluffing me up anymore already because you've been <laughs> super nice and you've been one of our bigger supporters since the beginning. So I don't want to, I don't want to make this seem like an advertisement. So we'll <laughs> we'll skip past that. That's right. Um, but what so far? I know you've only been doing it a year, so this question might be a little tougher for you. But what's been the highlight of your career so far? Like, what's been the the top thing for you as a young polisher? Um. I guess just actually s stepping out of my comfort zone and doing it full time. Yeah. And um, uh, that that's that, that was a, a a big step for me. I still you know, remember and, that feeling. And and uh, <clears throat> whether or not me thinking whether or not I was good enough to succeed in, in the business, I've had you know plenty of people, you and so many guys at home. Oh, you do a good job, this and that. And, you know, I started meeting more and more people on Facebook and YouTube. And hey, all you got that. to meet Friday. I got to meet Patrick Friday. He's, he's awesome. one of the he's one of the good ones. And uh, and he he's all the time talking to me. I'm like, dude, you, you're way better than me. I don't hear that. Shit. I don't hear that. <laughs> he's a very very talented polisher. He I, is. Uh, shook his hand down at 75 Chrome again this year, and he's just such a nice. He dude. is. He's awesome. He's, he's awesome. He's and and uh, I actually I actually think we've. Um, We've passed work along with each other just in the last month and a half or so uh, since I met him at Kenley. And you should. Um, Anytime you can't get somebody in and you can recommend somebody good in your area, yep. that's good on you. Because, like, your customers will more than likely still come back to you when you can. That's right. But at the end of the day, like, if you sent them somewhere good to take care of them, they won't forget that. Now, right. I wouldn't recommend some of the bad ones because <laughs> that comes back to bite you too real quick. <laughs> yeah, that's like, exactly listen, right. you recommended them. It's on you. I'm like, no, listen, no, I just don't do that no more. No. I, I vet my guys pretty good. My local guys, I, I don't send too many people around because I just, most of the guys I don't trust. That's right. I, I hate that it is that way. Yeah. But if I get a good guy to set up across the street, I'd send him overflow every day because <laughs> I need a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly right. But, uh, I, I've, and I've learned a lot from Patrick just in the, um, in the few weeks of knowing him. Yeah. So, and, and he's been another one kind of like you, you know, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Actually, I think, Last of the time night. he's still working. <laughs> yeah. Actually, last night, um, 
as soon as we crossed into the state here, he, he texted me. And uh, he was like, you made it out there yet? <laughs> I was like, man, what? you need to carry your hotel to bed, man. I just got home. This was like one o'clock in the morning. That's funny. So um, I remember those days. Yeah, it's, it's been good. I mean, just getting to meet so many new people. Yeah. Um, so that, that's been really good. So what's been the, I don't know if you've done this yet or not, but what's the most interesting thing you've polished so far? Like have you polished anything unique? Like no, I want to. Uh, I want to. Uh, I, I see all the stuff that you and, and other people in like uh, Summershine with the cast iron pants. Oh, listen, you can. I, I, I want to do it, but that's one thing that's not on my list, Steve. When you're listening to this, <laughs> I'm I'm standing behind my word. I will never polish a cast iron skillet. That is one thing I draw the line. Like, <laughs> why is it that hard? It or? is a pain. Like Steve's figured out how to make money doing it. I don't want to do one because. My shop is too busy to do it to begin with. Yeah. And I just, even if my own mother asked me to do it, I love, <laughs> I love my mother. I her and I get along very well. But if she calls me and says she wants a cast iron skillet, I'm buying one from Steve and yeah, sending it to her. Like, I'm just not way. doing it. I just, I don't, have, I don't have any interest in doing it. They're very time consuming. Steve has um, built jigs and made it work. Uh, I have no interest in that. Yeah. He's, I, he's another one. Uh, I'd like to meet him. I got just up here this last weekend. I got to meet. Um, uh, I should have sat down and podcasted with him. We just yeah. ran out of time. I was so busy last weekend. I got to meet. Uh, was it Peter? Almost yep, Almost Chrome. I got to meet him uh, for the first time out there in, at the semi-casual. Yeah, so that was good. Yeah. So it's it's good to kind of meet. I guess all these big name guys. <laughs> my, my little it's small crazy. Town Ten guy. years ago, none of us were names. <laughs> you know, like we were all. I'm still a nobody in the middle of Wisconsin, but. Yeah. Ten years ago, there wasn't names. Like there was, like three names: Cut Above, Kalivas, and JP. Yeah. Like those were the only ones I even knew of. You know, I mean, they were they were the three big names. But now it's like there's so many names. Yeah, it's, it's hard to keep up. That's a lot. And uh, you know, you talk about uh, I was just a nobody in Wisconsin. I was telling my wife last night. I was like, man, how in the world he out here in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> How is he getting people? To, and then I guess I'm kind of the same way too. I'm in the middle of nowhere too. We got trucks from every state. Yes, it's it, a cool it's, feeling. It's been awesome. And then yeah. when you drive downtown and see that I'm not even on a main road, yeah, we're on a little truck route downtown. <laughs> Everybody's like, "How do people even know you're here?" I'm exactly. Like, they don't. And, I mean, at least where I'm at, I, I got a semi busy busy road there. You know, uh, you would never know you were here unless you knew you. Yeah, unless you were trying to get here. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. That's why I said it's a good feeling because we stay busy and everybody's trying to get here. So that's huge for us. But we, we've been fortunate. So I'm looking forward to when you do start polishing some neat stuff. Because, like, Steve's done a lot of cool stuff that I've never done before. I've never done a brake rotor. Like, I, I debated doing one for uh, a Christmas gift one time for one of my buddies. Um, I said I was going to do one. Of that. I Next time I bought some new rotors. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a ton of work, yeah. a ton, a ton of work. And as soon as you get it wet, it would start getting nasty. But I did railroad spikes before they were cool. Like I, ha I have a whole pile of railroad spikes. Yeah, I was looking at all that stuff in there earlier. The baseball bat. And, uh... The baseball bat was James Lee. He, uh, if you've never heard of him, look the, him up. The Brightly guy, Brightly polished yeah, metal. He's, yeah. he's awesome. James Lee is one of my good mentors. Um, he came over here. I want to say six years ago. Just wanted to pick my brain because he was debating getting into the truck game because he did a lot of small parts and stuff. And he's like, "It's pretty lucrative." I'm like, "Oh, dude, your knowledge and your expertise." Well, he's killer. huge now. Yeah, from just watching on Facebook and stuff. Yeah, he's big time now. He just 
he just keeps escalating and doing better and better and better every year. And yeah. he came and picked my brain on some stuff, and he brought a pontoon end cap. That pontoon end cap on the wall hanging in there, yeah. that was him, too. He, he wanted to know how I could polish it without leaving lines in it, and I just broke it down, showed him how to sand it, showed him how to polish it, and he was like, dude. Well, we're going to have to get together on that one, because I did one last year, and I asked for your help on that one. Yep. And it looked good in shape. But Listen, you did it today. You can do it. The, I know you sun, can do it. The sun, um, yeah, it didn't look that good in the sun, but <laughs> I got another one sitting in the yard. I said I would never do it again, and somebody called me. Listen, I will never touch another pontoon for the rest of my life. <laughs> I said I wasn't, and somebody called me. I don't know. It's been two months now sitting there. One of my really good friends, uh, Kenny Fisher, he bought one and he keeps begging me to come do it. I'm like, no, nope. not even my own mother plus a million dollars. And I'll tell you again, I love my mother. Yep, I love uh, money as much. I wouldn't do another pontoon for a million dollars. Like, this is going to be the last one. I'm not doing it anymore. They're time consuming and you yes. never make money on them. As soon as they put it in the water, it it's, goes to crap. It's done. It's yep. just toast. Like yep. you can't keep them nice. And I don't care what anybody says. Shark Hide and Alumaclear are the two best products. I still don't like I don't like how it looks. Yep. It clouds it or hazes it up just enough that my shine's gone to yep. me. Yep. And two, it's a pain in the butt to get, off, get off and make it look decent again after. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to deal with either one of them. That's right. So it's like I just I'm I'm done. I, I've I've done hundred of them. I'm hey, over it. Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> them and airstreams. I'm over it. You can have all of them. Yeah. Somebody I I was watching um somebody on Facebook they they did. That seems like that's all they do. Yeah, a lot of guys. Is it the, uh, the Blake Wood guy? Blake Wood. He's done he's, quite a few of them. Yeah, he's done very many of them lately, too. Yeah. We got a little group on Snap. It's uh, Casey, Steve Summers, Keenan, Blake, and myself. And we're slowly adding a few more polishers to it. It's just a little, like, conversation group where, yeah. like, we can show each other what we're doing every day and just kind of chit-chat. And if you got a question, we can ask each other and reach out and, those guys are all in the group, and it's like it's kind of cool. Blake's a good, seems like a really good dude. I haven't met him in person yet, but I'm looking forward to what I do. Yeah, it will, it, it, it'll happen. Because I, I, uh, I definitely, I didn't think this would happen, but I'm, I've been <laughs> excited about it. So uh, I, I don't know why. It just, uh, I feel like you, you've helped us come so far. So I appreciate a little that. 10, 10, 11 hour ride with four kids and a wife in the car. That's, <laughs> it, it was. They'll have fun tonight yeah. at dinner. There, there was a lot of words there. Happy, crying, sad, all. Oh, yeah. It's been good. It's been good. So, uh, I I really, I'm, I'm kind of dreading going back to work Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a week so, and a half off. That'll, yeah. It makes you not want to go back. But once you get back in the groove, it, it, it'll, it'll be good. To it. It'll be good. Nothing to it. Um, So, one thing I did um, talk about today when you and I were out in the shop was um, one thing I'd like to tell early on polishers and I told you already but I'm gonna reiterate it again so we can talk about it um you started with Makita Sanders yeah and you went to Walmart the cheap Walmart ones yep. what do you know what brand they were oh Hypertech Hypertech yeah and then you went to a Black & Decker a Black & Decker listen yep. this is the same path I went down and let me and be the first person to tell you 30 seconds today I say oh I'm going, I need one. <laughs> and what was the reason why you didn't buy, stick with the Makitas? Because they were too expensive. Well, they were 60 bucks. Yeah, yeah. And right. the, cheap, the cheap ones were what? 20 bucks. <laughs> okay. So I'll tell you guys, like I just told him today, when I first started, I believed the same thing. Yeah. Was 60 bucks was too much for a sander. So I bought a cheap sander. And then I fought pigtails and I fought yeah. grinding marks and all kinds of stuff. And it was like, 
all right, so now I'm fighting all these things. Pigtails has been huge for me. Pigtails cost you time and money. Yeah. So like if you spend an extra 15, 20 minutes every day, what is your time worth? Yeah. So even if your 15, 20 minutes is only worth $15, dollar a minute, your $15 every day that it's adding to your time, yeah. just four days on that extra 15 minutes <laughs> pays off <laughs> buying a good sandwich. That's exactly right. Yep. Your time is your most valuable resource. Yep. And I tell everybody the same thing. If you're fighting, I don't care if it's your grinder and it doesn't have enough torque and you're fighting pigtails or hook marks because your grinder doesn't have enough torque to cut out the sanding marks or you're losing your speed or you're losing whatever by buying the cheaper brand. Cheaper brand is always going to cost you time. It has. And, and I'm not. And I, I learned that, like I said, as soon as you touched that sandpaper really on that tank, I was like, yep, I, that's my problem. <laughs> I mean, because... That that it had no pigtail. It was just a smooth, and I was like, I, I, I still don't understand why I switched from that. But when I get back home, and the paper is going to help you out a lot too. I'm getting, I'm getting one as soon as I get back home. <laughs> <laughs> the good Makita and the paper is going to help you yes. out a lot. And I had a Dewalt sander for a number of years too, and that pattern is just a hair bigger, and it worked really well for me for a number of years. But when I got on that Makita, that Makita was so smooth. It, it just it. it it made cutting so much better for me. It worked really good today. Just in that 30 seconds. <laughs> so if there's one good thing I can teach you. Yep. Buy good tools, uh, everything. Buy all good stuff. They're like having don't. a good employee. Yep. When you got a crap employee. <laughs> it ain't worth two cents. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> if you got a crap employee or you got a crap tool, they're both the same thing. Like if it's not working right, it makes your day longer. Yep. And Nobody likes longer days. No, because they're already long enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in polishing, you never have enough hours in the day. No, you don't. You really don't. Um, I can't really give you any advice on something you got burnt on yet. Because um, I doubt, being only a year in, I doubt somebody stiffed you for cash yet or something so, like that. Um, somebody did. No, no, but uh, I don't know. So... Uh, I, the little shop that we work out, I work out of, and, and Franklin uh, Saunders Trucking. Yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of I keep everything there, and it doesn't go out until until it's paid. Until money's in my hand. I have had a couple people ask me that just dropped off wheels and stuff. You know, well, what happens if you don't get paid? You know, this. And I said, well, I'll just sell it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's messed up, you know. But um, okay. I've done that a number of times. I mean, I hey, you know, either because like, your your four wheels. Couple hundred dollars, you don't pay. I get a thousand. You know, yeah. which I, it's, I'm gonna get my part you out. Sell of these wheels to get money out <laughs> yeah. of it. Yeah. So, uh, but I tell you, I, I really have. I've been fortunate with that as well. I know a couple guys when we're homeless got kind of screwed out of that, but that might have been from that part too. Um, yeah. Um, but I mean, over the last few years, I've, I've never had. Uh, I've never had any problems with that. That's, well, that's, that's been really good. For I me. hope that stays that way for you. Honestly, I've only had. I've only had a few that um, didn't turn out awesome, but um, for the most part, I've been I've been lucky over the years. Yeah, it's um, been been good. Yep. So, as a young polisher and early on in the game, what's some of the biggest struggles you have that maybe some of the people listening to this might be able to relate to you? Um, some of the things that you you question on a rather regular basis, since like me, now that I'm 21 years in like I question a lot of things like how to just fine-tune those little things so for me the questions aren't 
big anymore. They're just little questions. That's like, that's my biggest thing is fine tuning things. Yeah. And um, you know, which it, a big thing was blending the top of tanks in, mm-hmm. which you kind of solved that problem between you and Friday. Um, solved that problem. So that's 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 been good. Um, uh, the biggest issues. Uh, I, it's bad good stuff so today what was your end cap issue <laughs> well I don't mean to put you on the spot and call you out but you said it was fine I I mean dude just <laughs> it do, was fine just for the, the right record thing. it was fine yeah he said it that. is fine he, he said it was until he put it up on top of the shelf and then it looked like trash. Oh, no, because I turned it, the fat lady. <laughs> I turned the fat lady. For those of you that watched my YouTube video on the fat lady, it makes sense when you've watched it. But yes, it does. And um, when your angles are right, everything everything's right. Yeah, that, that has helped me a lot today. And uh, the pressure, you know, you helped me with that today. That, that was a big Your big pressure, thing. I'm telling you. And it wasn't much difference. No. Just... A little paper thin, you know, difference. I always um, tell everybody, like, that's the hardest thing for me to get across in the YouTube videos. Like, a lot of guys that watch my YouTube videos are like, man, I'm doing everything you're showing me. I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to sell people on my polishing class. Yeah. But it's like, until you're standing in front of me and I can see exactly what you're doing, videos can't show nope. me and I can't hear it unless you're standing right in front of me. The second I watched you polish, I was like, pressure yep. pressure and then your overlap to match it and then as soon as we got that bumped your speed up a little bit and you were crushing it like you knocked that end cap out super fast and it's glass like it's it's perfectly clear that's what oh that's what you said yeah. <laughs> it, is. it looked all right <laughs> oh, oh, it looked okay oh. listen i would park this end cap at louisville <laughs> the reflection was perfectly clear it, it did look okay it did look good i bet you tomorrow that the light little bit of hash marks that's in it, I bet you it's crystal, crystal clear tomorrow. It's going to look good. Once it cures out, it's going to be crazy clear. Sweet. But you had some, when you came in, you said you were having some brown lines in the middle. Yeah. I, but you got that straight because I think that was off of the pressure. And it was a simple thing. Pressure and the angle. And, and the, the angle. Yeah. Yep. Made a huge difference. It was humongous. <laughs> humongous. He can't tell you the pressure, but... I can't figure it out either, but it's it's hard. You got to do it. This is the art of yep. polishing. Polishing you do is it in order to be able to. You can't tell somebody that. And I no, think one of your videos said, yep. that. "There's no textbook for this thing." Like I have a book at home. It's the art of metal <laughs> polishing, and there you read it, and it's like they tell you how many pounds per square inch, surface feet per minute, all that stuff. That technology is so old. Our technology is so far advanced from where it was back then. It's like, how do you gauge pressure? Like you push on a scale on the wall. Like you can't yeah. do that or yank it off the wall at 6,000 RPM. That's right. But it's like, all right, now, even then, like, how do I know the thickness of the metal? Like this thickness, uh, like a wheel versus a tank. Well, you can put more heat and more surface pressure into something like a, a wheel versus wheel. a tank. Yeah. And a tank can burn a lot easier than a wheel. Absolutely. I'm not saying I've never seen somebody burn a wheel before, <laughs> but I'm saying it's a lot harder. Yeah. But... It's a lot of little stuff like that that it, it becomes an art. Like you, I say this all the time. Anybody can polish. I mean, literally, 
anybody mm. can polish. It may not look right. That's right. But anybody can polish. Anybody can grab a grinder, learn to do what we do. And literally, anybody could do it. That's right. Most people don't want to. And the other ones that do, some just can't get it right because there's so many moving parts it to is. get that perfection stuff that it's just a lot of stuff. It's hard to get that perfect piece. Honestly, I've been chasing it for 21 <laughs> years and I've done maybe two perfect hashless pieces that I was like, now this I could live with. Yeah. Like my brain goes crazy when everything's not perfect. <laughs> And I do a lot of work trucks, so it's yeah. hard because yeah. a lot of these guys just pound down the pavement every day. And it's like, oh my God, I just wanna I wanna go crazy. And Don Woods truck this last year, he he told us when he dropped off them stainless steel plates yep. that Ty and I were doing, he brought them and he was like, Listen, I don't wanna say blank check, but at the same time, like I want you to give this a hundred percent of what you can. Yeah. And I was like, Are you sure? Like, flawless. 100% for me is expensive. Like, <laughs> that's the one place where, like, my 100% is further than what I think most other people's 100% is. Because, like, if I'm going to give you 100, I want it to be 110. Right. So, if I'm going to give you perfect, like, it's going to cost me a ton of time and a ton of sandpaper and a ton of buffing. Like, is that really what you want? And he's like, 100%. He's like, that's what I want is 100%. He came and picked him up. He's like, I asked you for a 10 and you gave me a 12. Yeah. It was like, it was perfect. And like, I, I, like, I got to see that truck for you the first time. It. Yep. At, uh, at, uh, the semi casual. And he's driven it now from here to 75 Chrome and back. Yep. Yeah. I ain't quite figured out how, cause the seat is on the ground, <laughs> man. But <laughs> it's just the sand can and then the, yeah. Down by you. It has no air in the seat mm -hmm. on the ground. He I don't it. know how to do it. He loves driving that thing. I can't, I, Dude, that drives me crazy. Every time a truck comes in and sitting on the ground, I air it all the way up. I'm like, I'm just driving into the, into the shop. I'll hit something. Yeah. Yep. They drive it every day like that. And they yeah, love they it. They do. They do. Yeah. Um, so, so far, like, what is the best piece of advice you could give to a new polisher? Hmm. Boy, as, uh, I guess starting out. Anything. It, you're at that start out stage. So what's another piece of advice you give somebody that's going to be listening to this? Um, well, I mean, I learned that today. You know, always buy good equipment, good products. Um, don't be scared to, to take a leap because I, I was <clears throat> I was scared for a long time. My wife and, and friends at home, you know, they, they kind of pushed me, pushed me towards doing this. And, um, um, and if you are trying to... Uh, go into it full time on your own. Um, you know, don't, don't be scared. And uh, if you have questions, ask people. I'm sure you don't mind helping. You've no. helped me a lot. Oh, um, my God. You um, saw today I answered like 15 phone calls. I feel terrible, but it's yeah. like. You it's in there eating. I'm like, man, dude, you can eat your sandwich or what? <laughs> I was eating while I was talking. Yeah. That's me every yeah. day, yeah. sadly. Sadly, it's every day. <laughs> it's a good sadly, though. When I get home, I try to shut off and – like, I leave my phone on silent all the time because yeah. it would just literally ring all day long. Otherwise. And I tell you, that's that's been a good thing for me. Well, I say good thing. Uh, the whole time in Tennessee and then a while coming up here, we had no service. No service? We had no service. Oh, and it God. was just, it was so peaceful. And then... Well, uh, snowmobiling this last year and we were up in the mountains, there was zero service. Was I was peaceful. like, oh, this is yeah. heaven. And this then as soon as you get to town, ding, ding, oh, ding. Yeah. Literally, we got to the airport. <laughs> My phone like started getting hot. And yeah. I'm like, what is going on? And it was literally all my emails came through, all my text messages from everybody. <laughs> yeah. I had guys text me, you know, like, 
are you dead? Like, why are you not messaging me back? Yeah, I always message everybody back. I'm like, dude, I just didn't have any no service, service at all. It's nice to just check out once in a while. It is. That was, that was really nice. And it just be me and the, me and the wife and kids. That, that was awesome. That was really good. We, I needed that <laughs> for sure. Um, but the, the, the biggest thing, you know, for, for advice is, is make sure you have good equipment. Because like you said, good equipment is going to get you to where you can get you the finished product that you want. I will say, like, one of the biggest killers I see for a lot of young polishers is equipment. Yeah. Like, I have nothing against Harbor Freight, but the Drillmaster stuff, like, it doesn't hold up for what we do. No. It works for grinding. That's what it's yeah. set up for, is grinding yeah. or polishing paint. There is no grinder on the market set up to do what we do with them every day. No. Like, even our Makitas, they get hot. Yeah. They're not designed to buff metal. <laughs> no. They're designed to cut and set them down and leave them for an hour and then pick them back up yeah. next time you got to cut or grind something. Not, not run 10, 12 hours straight. Straight. <laughs> like, we run stuff straight. Everybody's like, I don't know why my grinders don't last yeah. long. I'm like, now you see why most people are a little more expensive because like, yeah. you have to be able to cover the cost of burning a grinder out every year or every other year or every three years, whatever it ends up being. That's right. And I, I was, oh man, I forgot the guy's name now, but uh, it was somebody on Facebook. Uh, it, it was a polisher. It you know him, but I, I can't remember the guy's name now. Um, but uh, I kept burning grinders up, burning grinders up. I was blowing them out, cleaning them out, you know. Yeah. Uh, but all it was was the brushes. Oh. I didn't know about it. Oh, yeah, I sell brushes now on and our website. So uh, I ended up getting them, and I fixed four four grinders. Yeah. I was like, yes, that's $1,000 saved. <laughs> yes. And they're only like 20 bucks, 30 yeah. bucks, something yeah, like that. They're cheap. Yeah, cheap. Yeah, versus 180. Oh yeah, oh well, yeah. So that that worked out. But good. I, I was. I did notice that that's one of the killers of young businesses is guys that are just running back and forth to Harbor Freight all the yeah. time. They're like, listen, there wasn't Harbor Freight within 30 miles, so I'm at a job site. My grinder's burnt out. I got to drive there. Yeah. That was one thing I figured out early on was, yes, the Bikitas were an investment, but I like when we go on the road, I have six of them. Yeah. Like we only ever use three or four at a time. But so if one burns out, there. I want to have a spare laying there yeah. ready to go so we can just keep right on hustling. If I got to stop what I'm doing to run to Home Depot or run to Menards or you can't just hop on Amazon no. and order it same day. Yeah. So it's like by the time you run somewhere to get it, it's like your day is shot. You're done, especially, especially out here. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where Home Depot is. but We're literally 30 <laughs> minutes from one yeah. any direction. So, well, that ain't too bad. Me, Home Depot is 50 minutes. Yeah, so... Same thing. Yeah. So um, I'm glad I got them four fixed. I got four. Okay, so I got four big ones and four little ones. Yep. That's the way to do so, it. So that works good. Uh, I'm going to have two or three Makita Sands when I get back home. <laughs> <laughs> and the other, the other big killer I see of younger businesses are everybody wants to do those big projects. Yeah. Everybody wants to do headboards. They want to do dump trailers. They want to do gas tankers. They want to do airstreams. I did a fuel tanker. And... Uh, I kicked myself the whole time, but you I did really, great. I really it was loved a smaller it. tanker, right? Yeah, I, th I don't remember how big it was. Thirty-five hundred gallon, maybe something like that. Or yeah. ten thousand. What's this? I don't know what this. It, it's it was, a straight truck style one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it took it took me seventy hours. Me and one other guy, he helped me a couple nights. Not but that I had my business, but how did you invoice that? Did you invoice it hourly, or did you invoice it? I, I, hourly and product and I broke it all but you did good for you because most guys don't yeah most so guys I, put, I mean I, I feel like I came out pretty decent on it most yeah. guys put a quote together and they're like eh 2500 bucks mm -hmm. and then they get 70 hours in it and they're like uh oh 
Nope. Uh oh, I lost. I'm <laughs> yeah. not making any money on yeah. this. Because like I'll have guys reach out to me and they're like, "What would you charge?" I'm like, three grand, but I'll have it done in two days. Yeah. So for me, that's still fifteen hundred dollars a day. That's what we try to make in the shop. Yeah. So it's like for me to tell you three grand. Yeah. And it takes you two weeks. Yeah, that's not good. You're gonna be in trouble if you're only yeah. charging three grand for two weeks. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. know, that's exactly right. And they're like, "Well, then why don't you charge more?" I'm like, "Because I get it done in two days, and I'm yeah. happy with that. I'm, like, happy. I'm right. happy making three grand in two days." Oh yeah, that's good money. The shop did all right. Yeah, like we're we're doing something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, if I take three grand and it takes me two weeks, like I'm filing that's, for bankruptcy. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. It's it's like, shut the doors. Like I can't even pay the employees. <laughs> at that. That's right. But I do see a lot of guys do that. They'll take on jobs that are too big yeah. for their skill level because they want to grow. And I see a lot of guys kill their businesses and kill their names yeah. by a customer that expects perfection on something you can't perform. Yeah, I just, uh, I did that with a uh, uh, peep, I guess maybe two or three weeks ago. I spent six days on it. It was disgusting. Ooh. And uh, I had about... I had about 60 hours in it. And, uh, in one truck? In one truck. That's like, for us, that's a full show truck. Yeah. Like, tearing it apart, degreasing, cleaning. It was, it was rough. Yeah, it was probably, was maybe. Bill. It was probably, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I was telling them, I hope you, hope you got to go get a loan or something. Like <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I don't know. They, they, were, they were really, really pleased. You know, they weren't pleased with the price. But um, after all, you know, I'll still go back that's tomorrow. That's the problem. So, yeah, That's the problem with the big good. jobs is when it gets to be that big, I feel like nobody likes the price when it's that big. Yeah, I don't even like the price. I don't either. But I, and I don't even like to do the work because it's it's a lot. Of I don't work. either. I don't like the big jobs like that because I know two things. I'm not happy working on the same thing for sixty hours, and the customer yes. is never happy with the price no matter what it is. That's right. And there's no happy medium. Like I can't do it for free. No. Like, I have a wife and two kids at home. My wife's a stay-at-home mom as well. Yeah. My two girls. My little one's a little garbage disposal. She eats literally <laughs> everything. She just, she's growing. I don't know what we're fertilizing that thing with, but it's growing. And uh, I, can't, I can't feed them on nothing. Like, I, right. I can't make my kids eat ramen noodles every day. Like, no, if mean, they want to, they can. Yeah. But I can't. I can't. That's where my, my brain stops. So, it's like I try to avoid a lot of that big stuff because... Two things: customers never gonna be happy. I'm yeah. never gonna be happy. Well, and I, I think it was. Uh, I think you told me this too. Uh, I was doing this stuff, doing this stuff, and, and you was like, "Oh, it's it's uh, it's better to be what is it? What'd you say? Uh, broke than busy or something? What, what, yeah. was that, what was that saying you told me? It's better. I can't remember. I can't remember what, how the saying was that you told me, but it, it it made complete sense. It's not always best to be busy. Yeah, like busy and broke isn't the best place to be. Yeah. Like if you're just spinning your wheels and hustling and you're doing everybody's work, yeah. but you're broke. You ain't doing nothing. You're not you're not growing yourself. Right. You're not winning on your end. Yeah. And if your customers are the only ones winning, you're not gonna be there for them to to be <laughs> yeah, to continue to be right. happy. You know yep. what I mean? I yep. I see a lot of businesses ending this way is they're doing a lot of stuff for their customers. And they're doing a lot of free yeah. stuff, which is awesome because your customers always want the best service and they want the good ones always want a little extra. Yeah. They want you to do a little extra for nothing. And it's like they wouldn't haul that load that they're going to no. haul for free. No. And if somebody asked them to throw two more pallets on there, 
They're not hauling that for free. No. Like, and I'm not trying to make that sound wrong, but it's just everybody has to get paid for the work they're putting in. Yep. And polishing's not easy. No. And if it was, everybody would do it themselves. They wouldn't have us. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I I can't just give it away, but I do see a lot of a lot of polishers that will um, do a lot of extra stuff. I, I just had this argument with a polisher um, two weeks ago um, about tire shine. I never tire shine it. I, in my 21 years of business, I have never tire shined a truck that left my shop <laughs> or a shop that I went to. Yeah. I have never tire shined a truck. If the quality of my polish falls down to um, how good did I tire shine his tires to make the polish look good? And see, that's, I think that's I'm why a, a lot of people do it because it makes it gives I, it that little pop or whatever. But I'm sorry, you're yeah. not paying me to tire shine. That's right. Yeah. Like if I'm going to shine your tires, I'm going to charge you fifteen dollars a tire because it's going to take me time to yeah. get it looking right. Plus, I'm going to wipe your wheels off and make sure it's right, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. like if I got to spend my time in my product or your product to do it, my time has a value. So if I'm going to charge you $15 a wheel, perfect. But I ain't met a single person that's going to pay me $15 a wheel to put tire shine That's right. The day I do, I will. Yeah. Because it's going to get all over the wheel. Then you got to rewipe the wheel down. And the messed up part is, and I I, I kick myself all the time for it because a lot of times I'll do that. I'll put tire shine on. Yeah. But then it'll get on the wheel. Mm -hmm. And then all it does is kill the shine on the Mm -hmm. wheel. Then. So it's like our tire shine doesn't, because it's water based. <laughs> there you go. So, well, it, and I'm I, not trying to shame those plugging, yeah, but yeah, you, yeah, you, you got me, you got me. So, because I, I, I never <laughs> tried that. Um, so I need, to, I, I want to try some of it. I'll send some with you. Because uh, I've always, I always just use a little hot shine. Glossiers. That McGuire's hot shine is the glossiest stuff out there. Yeah. Like I'm, and it doesn't sling everywhere, so that's that's all. And it's not a super slinger. Yeah. But at the same time, like you get some on your aluminum, it's oily. It's oily. It's Very super oily. oily. So yeah. like it'll haze it over in a yeah. second. So like I like the water base because I can spray it on. I like that new clean tire look. So and if I do get some on the aluminum, I can just take microfiber and wipe it off. It's just water. Like it's because uh, a mixture with Peter, water, Peter, so it's he, easy to just wipe it off on, on that bottom of your truck this week, this past weekend. Yeah. It looked good on that. And his aluminum wasn't all messed up. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best part. So when you go to shows, like I don't have to rehand polish stuff after I tire shine it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a lot of and as you say that a lot of times you do have to do that. Because to make it look as good. To make as it look right again. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's <laughs> sad because you just polished it. Yeah. And now you tire shine it and then you gotta repolish it. Yeah, that's so true. I never sucks. thought about it. It sucks. Until just then. You got me. <laughs> um so yeah, you took on that big tanker. Um, any other big ones you've taken on yet, like headboards or anything like that? Yeah, I do. Oh, you mean headache, headache rack? Yeah, like not headache racks, <laughs> like headboards on the front of trailers or anything. No, like uh, I I don't have there. There isn't anybody around home that I've done. Most of your racks. stuff is flatbeds with no Conestoga on it. Yeah, yeah. They do all headache racks, or either they don't have a headache rack at all. Yeah. Um, but I did have somebody call me the other day about doing the frame. On one. Oh, those are so nice. I, I hope to be able to get that. I, I'm pretty sure we probably will. I hope you do because they're they're really not super difficult. They're time chewers. Yeah. But they're not super difficult. They'll use a lot of product. You'll go through a lot of sandpaper. They're so beautiful though. But they look awesome. <laughs> they're so done. pretty. They look so awesome when yeah. they're done. I'll, they're one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. I would take that. I would take a million of them <laughs> over a single pontoon. Ever again. 
Ever again. I just hate <laughs> pontoons so much. Man. Yeah, I ain't. This will be the last one. I'm not doing it more. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. Like, I get people call me all the time. They're like, um, I got a pontoon. I'm like, nope. <laughs> they're like, you didn't even know what I was going to say. I'm like, go ahead. You said tunes. And they ask, and they're like, would you polish it? I'm like, nope. No. <laughs> like, what do you mean, no? You polish metal, don't you? I'm like, listen, pontoons are a whole other beast. It they're is. an empty can that you can't put anything in. I um, hate pol- even empty fuel tanks when they're on trucks. I hate polishing fuel tanks that are empty. And, and you know, um, I, I noticed a difference in that. You know, I think you did a YouTube video. Yeah. That, and Huge I, difference. I noticed a big difference in that. I train people on empty fuel tanks because they're the hardest thing to do. They're super difficult because hmm. the heat heat builds up so fast and yeah. you just lose that you lose that line super super quick. It made a lot of sense there. I always tell people. They're like, do you want your fuel tanks empty? I'm like, no, fill them full to the top. Yeah. Like, I'm on them overrunning when you come in the door. That's, that's good. That's good. Huh. Full fuel tank holds a lot more consistency and heat. Yeah. Because the heat transfers with it. It stays warm. Because of the fuel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember, uh, I remember, I remember you doing a YouTube video on that. It is a big difference. Huge difference. Yeah. Big time difference. Um, what else could I ask you? So you have watched a bunch of the other polishers. How many polishers do you think you know so far? Uh, man, I don't know. A dozen I, or two? Yeah, at least a dozen. I've, yeah. I've met a lot this Well, not really met, but um, you know, got to talk or either watch a lot of them now. You know, you talked to some of the ones from outside of the country too. No. I don't no. know anybody. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's too awesome. I like, like uh, do you know Randy Bai? No. He's from Australia. Um, Andy, what is Andy's last name? He's from Australia. Um, some of the guys from Canada. Uh, uh, no, no, no. There's, some, there's a bunch of guys in Puerto Rico. Um, for me, it's cool to watch because the polishing industry in the United States is very well developed. Um, Canada's just now catching stride. Like they've been polishing for a long time up there, but it's mm-hmm. just starting to get catch popularity up there. Australia, it literally just caught on like two years ago. There's but there was polishers over there, but it wasn't like a big thing. Same thing with Europe. Like polishing wasn't a thing. So like Europe's just starting to take off. I think they're gonna be another three to four years out yet before they get real popular. Um but yeah, the polishing industry is different like it's catching on in certain areas so it's cool to talk to some of these polishers from other countries because they're in the same shoes you are they're new guys getting started and for me it's fun like getting to know how different life is in other spots like for me the science part's cool the art of the polishing is cool that's funny that you don't talk you haven't caught on to any of those yet no i hadn't um I hadn't had a chance. Well, I say hadn't had a chance, but I I've never, uh, I guess, looked them up. Don't really. I don't Most polishers in other countries are nicer to you. Yeah, because they're not they're not eating off the same the yeah. same whale carcass that's you right. are. Yeah, but, but you know, and that's the crazy thing too. You know, me and Friday we, we talk about it all the time, and they're like, "How far apart um, are you guys?" I, I ain't real sure. A few hours. Yeah, a couple hours. Yeah, not very far. Yeah. Um, but you know, we, we talked about it, you know, like, uh, you guys are eating in the same pond and you guys can get along. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably say maybe three hours, four hours away, maybe it's still, it's still close. I mean, but, um, 
he thinks, well, I say, I should say, I think like he thinks, you know, we can work together. Yeah. And then, okay, instead of doing two trucks a day, we can do four trucks a day. Oh, yeah. You know, and then that's a dollar to five dollars now we'd have made. <laughs> right. But a lot of people don't think that way. No. Um, so they, they're all about, I guess, what what can I do? Yeah. Well, what can, what can, what, what can you do for me? I watch a lot of polishers work by themselves for a lot of years and they burn themselves out. Yeah. Like it just, it gets rough. I mean, I'm, I just turned 39 last week. I'm telling you, I feel like I'm a hundred year old man. <laughs> I mean, I wake up in the yeah. morning, everything hurts. I've been doing yeah. it 21 years. Yeah. It's like, dude, my shoulders hurt. My wrists hurt. My knees hurt. My back hurts. Like yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not trying to whine. I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm just saying like, if I didn't have employees right now, I'd be dying. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because this would just be the world's worst thing. That's right. It's a very physically demanding job it day is. in and day out. And you think holding that 13 pound grinder all day. <laughs> right. Because uh, I, had, I had got my wife to go get one and uh, she's, she pulls up to the shop there and she's all handed out. She's like, here, take this. I said, they 13 pounds. <laughs> no, it's heavy. I was like, well, they see why I'm tired all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's heavy. It gets heavy for sure. It's all right. This is my favorite part, kind of, not kind of. Um, I don't know what to ask you. Really? <laughs> no. Oh, man. <laughs> this is my favorite part because I get to put you on the spot for a minute. But if you get to ask me any one question, the only thing that's off limits is I don't want to talk about other people I've worked with or any of that stuff just because I don't want to stir up any old drama. Yeah. But um, anything family or polishing related, I, I'm, I'm an open book. Ask me anything you want. I don't know what to ask you. Because you've asked me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Because I, I feel like um, if I have something that comes up or whatever, I always text you something. You, you do. Me. And um, I, I, I like the fact that whether it be an hour or a day or something, no matter if, if I call you or text you or something, you always answer a question. I try to. And... Um, and then that that helps me a lot too. Um, so I I really don't know what I would ask you. Other than one day, I always tell you I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be like you one day. <laughs> Listen, it's not difficult. You ha- you, ah. you, you have the hustle and the drive to do it. I mean, I, I've I've watched you pretty close for the past year. As long as you've been as long as you've been talking to me, I've yeah. I've followed you on whether it be Facebook or Instagram, and just kind of keeping an eye on you know, your progression just to see where you're headed. And honestly, you, you've got one of the most determined drives I've seen in a long time. There's a lot of polishers out there just eating off the industry, just soaking money because it's, it's a lucrative industry, but you're one of those guys that's hustling and putting in the hours, learning, treating people right. So, well, you're going to go a long ways with this thing. Hungry. Hungry. (laughs) Well, no, don't lose that hunger. My, um, you know, I tell my wife all the time, like, you know, I want to grow. I want to, um, I want to be able to uh, have more than just right there in Franklin. I want to do like how you do. I have more places. And, yeah. But uh, I guess, you know, it's just something I got to work on as far as networking and all that mess, I guess. You know, I don't know. But, yeah. Um, it's it's just another one of those, like, add a few more hours to your day. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not difficult. It's time consuming. Um, so once you have the available time, like we talked about starting your own product, your own yeah. uh, product line today, each product you develop, 
fifty grand. Like it's a lot of money to start your own product line. Like I had no, <laughs> I, I had no idea <laughs> that I was gonna dump my life savings into something, but yeah. it, it's a lot. I mean, it's a but what is good, it sells itself, and uh, I think that's done. It's done as well. I've been that. pretty fortunate. I have, I have a good group of polishers that use our product, yeah. and um, that's one thing I hang my hat on is that there's a lot of professional polishers using it. There's a lot of end users using it. Um, I I like that. I like that polishers want to use it. Yeah. That's the biggest thing for me, and I I hope it grows and that more polishers end up using it. Um, not just because it has my name on it, but because I love it and I find it makes my day easier and it makes my life easier. And I want everybody's life to be a little easier. Yeah. I mean, as a polishing company, like I, I said it a million times, I sound like a broken record, but time is money. Yeah. And for me, when I was buying or using inferior products, like it just, it was chewing up time all the time. Yeah. And if I was spending all this extra time all the time, look back at it now, like, Keenan and I have had this conversation a few times, like, where could my business have been had I known yeah. how to save this time 10 yeah. years ago? You know, like, yeah. if I was able to do, I mean, you saw, we, we literally did a Kenworth today, six wheels, two tanks, yeah. two boxes, step treads, and four trailer wheels. And the four of us, we had it done in an hour and a half. Yeah, like, I was I was texting the boss man uh, the whole time. I was like, dude, these, these guys, they, they just <laughs> did a whole damn truck and a trailer and... and Two hours, like, and it looks good. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I'm like, he's like, well, how many guys he got? I was like, well, it's him and three people, but still, that's that's crazy. That's moving. Yeah, it's moving. That's like, crazy. I'm I'm very fortunate. I have a good crew. My guys stay hunkered down. Yeah. It's not like that every day, but <laughs> most days it is. Yeah. So it's like it's nice that um, it's nice that most days we can we try to knock out three to four trucks a day, and when everybody hears that number, they're like. That, that, well, yeah. Like just wheels or tanks or like wheels, tanks, boxes, and grills, like complete trucks, three to four a day is what we aim for. Well, that's like when you did the, uh, I guess it was maybe a TikTok or something you did. You did the uh, fleet truck. Yep. 40, and I text you, I was like, you did 42 trucks in eight months. Yeah. How Nelson, is that? What? Nelson Truck Lines, we do their whole fleet. Um, so every day, their trucks start getting in at like, two o'clock in the afternoon, one o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon, they're local drivers. So we would come here, polish one or two trucks in the morning, and then we would drive to their location. Uh, and when we'd get to their location, we'd do two or three or four every night um, before like five or six o'clock. So we were banging his trucks out in like an hour, but most of his, it's probably 50-50. Half of them have wheels, half of them don't. The half that don't are just tanks, boxes, and grills. Yeah. But there's four diamond plate boxes, two yeah. tanks, and a grill. Some of them were air cleaners. Some of them were headache rack trims. We had to touch yeah. up. Like it was a lot of stuff. Yeah. So forty-two trucks in it was like ten days. I think yeah. we started on a Thursday and we finished on the following Sunday. And it was like that's a lot. My boys were like, "Listen, I need a day. We could take a day or two. <laughs> yeah, and be okay. <laughs> yeah. That's just the way it is. Like, yeah, it's the polish your life when it's when it's time to make hay. You gotta you gotta get it. You gotta get after it." Because if you let it pass you by, winter comes really fast. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't have contracts to do winter work, like screw you're hurt yeah. in a hurry. Like it, it don't, it don't take long to swallow you up and go. You know what? Maybe I'll go back to driving that truck for a little <laughs> bit, and then uh, maybe we'll work this out again next spring. Yeah, yeah that's you right. Know? Yeah. It gets tough, but 
Um, well, if you don't have any questions, I feel bad putting you on the spot. But uh, it's been a good one. Yeah. I think we got a lot of good information out of this one. I hope the guys that are listening to this one uh, get a lot of info out of this. I'm sorry I haven't put out a YouTube video in a, in a while. I'm sorry I haven't put out a podcast in a while. Um, it has been a while. Casey um, Hauser from Casey's Detailing messaged yeah. me. He's like, did I break the podcast? He's like, <laughs> you haven't done one since. I'm like, this year's been a rough year. One of my kids in the shop got hurt leaving work. Yeah. So we've been one guy short in the shop. Um, Keenan just moved back. But before he moved back, it was just... Um, Nuts. It was crazy. Chaos. We, we were super shorthanded plus busy. It's like, I felt bad. I wanted to get more out. I wanted to get more content out. But I just couldn't. Like, I was so busy. And this takes a, a big chunk out of my days. So yeah. if, if I'm doing this and the shop's hurting... I. I don't want to go bankrupt and put out a podcast yeah, or a yeah, YouTube yeah. video. I love doing it to help everybody out. And thank you, everybody, for the support. But at the same time, like, I have to make sure the shop keeps going. So That's right. this one took a while to get out. <laughs> um, I really wanted to shoot one with Summershine last weekend when he was here for my charity golf outing. I really wanted to shoot one last weekend when Reese um, from Nebraska was here. I'm going to be headed out by Reese here shortly, and I think Steve's coming in next month. So hopefully we can get back on track. Now the Keenan's here, um, Ty and Dakota are killing it in the shop as well. Now that those guys are killing it, we're back on pace. Hopefully, I can start getting back into these and getting. I got a bunch of YouTube videos on a list here. I need to get. <laughs> I need to get done. And there's a few of them that I need to do sitting here at this desk, and a few of them I need to do in the shop. So hopefully, we can uh, we can start knocking some stuff back out again and get it back on pace. But well, I appreciate you, William. Is it William or do you go by Bill or Brad? Brad. Brad is, is so my first name is William, and uh, but I go by Brad. Middle name? Brad Ford. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, so that's what I go by. Okay. Well, I'm always like, I ask Ellen all the time, because I know she chats with you quite a bit for yeah. product and stuff. So I'm like, does he go by Bill? William? Will? <laughs> like, what does he go by? She's like, I don't know. I call him William Wright. Like, Fair enough. I'll just go with William. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I didn't know, like... And, well, and, uh, so I've always went by Brad growing up and stuff, but I guess, you know, my Facebook's William, so everybody that calls it is Will. Sure. And like, so it's taken me a little getting used to that. You know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not used to being called Will or William or That's funny. any of that, but, uh. So your first name is actually William? Yep. Okay. And then Brad? Brad Ford. Ford. Right. <laughs> yeah. William Bradford Wright. Huh. It's a crazy name. Listen, everybody's got their name. <laughs> it was what mom and daddy gave you. What's yours? That's that's my question to ask you. What's your everybody name? always asks me like, is Evans your first or your last? Yeah. I'm like, it's Evan. My first name is Evan. <laughs> last name is Stager. Like yeah. that's why it's Evan Stager Metal Polishing on on uh, YouTube because yeah. I wanted people to know it was my first name. And there there are a lot of Evans like furnitures and stuff like that up here. Yeah. So yeah. Evans is a very popular last name. Um, but no, it was, it was my first name. My original graphic had the apostrophe in between the n and the s and every back then everybody knew it was just evan apostrophe s so they knew it was my first name but now it's like our new logo i don't think has it that way anymore our new logo just has evans and uh, everybody's like well i'm guessing that's your last name like no my name is evan they're like oh it's evan evans i'm like (laughs) no no sorry it's not appreciate that but my parents that would have been different. <laughs> but uh, no, it just is what it is. That's really, I, I enjoy every minute of it. And 
Well, I shouldn't say every minute of it, but the majority of it. That's right. But, no, it's been fun. I appreciate you coming out and uh, sitting down and getting you out of your comfort zone and doing yeah. it. Yeah, this is definitely out of my comfort zone. And you got the polish today in the shop, so that yeah. was awesome. Yeah. But uh, now it's time to show her up and go get some good food. Yep. Let's do it. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. We'll see you on the next one.